Greetings, podcast listeners. Welcome back. This is your host, Indra, with Aikido Talks. It's been a minute. Yes, I know. It's been a minute. Happy holidays, everybody. Well, uh, so as we are in the month of December, the full moon, we're in the middle of it. We're at the year end. What else? What else is there? Um, It is Kwanzaa. For those who don't know, who are not in the U.S., um, that's what's happening. We've passed Christmas. We're about to go to the new year. So in this Aikido channel, let's just do a a brief little casual wrap-up. And I will read from a book that I haven't read from in a long time entitled The Principles of Aikido by Mitsugi Sautome. And before we jump into it, um, I went to uh, the New York Aikikai uh, Christmas seminar. So for those of you who did make it, were able to make it, it was so good to have you. Um, And also with the fundraising, we are doing quite well. We met our first goals. Yay! Um, And and the big part of it, you can look on our website, you can check us out and look at the fundraising campaign that we've been running. And it's for uh, a myriad of things. Uh, First and foremost, the upkeep of the building so that we can continue training Aikido for years and years to come and generations to come. Also, um, there are other campaigns that are following up in the new year. Uh, which are covering specific things. And so we welcome anything. And now that, you know, I'm just giving a pitch that's not sponsored. But, you know, if it's coming to the year end and this is a perfect time for giving, um, please, please give to the New York Aikikai during our campaign so we can meet those needs. And then we can continue seeing you when you come to visit us. And we look forward to visiting you all out there in the world of Aikido. Thank you so much for everything. Thank you, family of Aikido. So I went, I was able to make the Christmas seminar and our special guest um, was amazing, as you may know. It was just a really amazing time to get together and see folks. And then especially after the pandemic. Um, We really needed it. We were graced with uh, Shihan Yoko Okamoto from um, Kyoto. And of course, she was phenomenal. I I was so excited uh, weeks and months leading up to her arrival to New York to teach us by looking on the video. There are tons of um, great videos online, interviews, which are so beautifully done. And one, um, one of the first ones I've seen with her, which is not, it, it's, it's a sizable video um, on YouTube. All of them I've seen on YouTube, by the way. But first of all, if you don't know about YouTube, um, it's probably one of the greatest search engines where you can find just about anything you want in the world or anything that you could think of. And if you put in the search for a certain thing, the algorithm will read what you're looking for, if you're consistent. 
And um, I, the, one of the first interviews I saw was um, Aikido Brazil's production of her interview. And it was fantastic. And there's some others, too, that are really well done and that really go into the introspection of her as the human doing Aikido um, and how she translates it. And, and very interestingly enough, on the mat in person, she is that same person. So there is no filter when she's doing those interviews. That's what you get when you see her in person. And there's also so much great feedback for her. If you haven't taken a class by her, um, one day I look forward to going to her dojo in Japan. And that would be a sheer delight by far. So with that, um, as we close the year... Um, I know that all of us are thinking about what what are our goals and plans and and our new transformations because especially as Aikidoists and this is the way I feel that um, you're always growing you're a forever student you're always learning and Aikido is just wonderful every time and that it affords you the time to slow down time and to become the master of your own universe and to control time in a sense, you know, uh, in the present moment. The more present you are, the more control you have. And you can see the beauty. And it's also fostered inside of me um, growth in anything Japanese that I can get my hands on or to experience and to get into the deeper meaning of things. But the more I get into these deeper meanings, the more I learn about myself. And this past month has been sort of like a, I'd liken to say from what I've read about dreaming, that uh, dreaming, if I can recall where I got this quote, the dreaming, and I'm paraphrasing, dreaming is like a, when you're dreaming, it's you're going through the files of your mind. And if you can visualize say going through your time during this past year of 2023 going through the files and say oh I remember this oh, I remember that oh I like to improve this oh that was just right etc 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 that the next year could be even more amazing and that we've gone this far and then the older we get that change is inevitable but change is great because other than that I think we would not be able to bust out of a bubble without change we would be stagnant and and stay in inertia with that being said I'm going to read a small excerpt from this book the principles of Aikido that holds great for the end of the year and for the next year, um, I look forward to doing far more podcasts and perhaps some interviews. If you're interested in that, please comment um, at the end about what you think about this episode. In that little box, you can also say, I'd like to see this. I know someone made a comment, um, a good listener uh, about uh, some time ago asked about if I were doing videos or YouTube and I hadn't quite thought about it at the time but I think I'm going to work on that because we have the capability um, in Spotify 
in doing these podcasts that now the technology is such that you could do the podcast, but you could also do video, which would be tremendous. And there's so many things to showcase Aikido. And for those who don't know what Aikido is, then this is a good way for you to see it as well. And to join us, join the family. Without further ado, the piece that I'm about to read is in chapter two called Practicing Basic Technique, Training Mental Attitude and Vision. Mm. Yes. And I'm going to do it in reverse. At the end of the chapter, we have precepts for practice to be, consi- to be understood and deeply considered. And there are six of them. Let's go. Number one, the original purpose of Budo was to send a man to death with a single blow. For this reason, you must obey your teacher implicitly, implicitly in practice and never engage in competition. Let's repeat that for the people in the back. You know, one thing I love to do is, and what I've learned over the years, and that's what wisdom brings, is that sometimes... (laughs) Sometimes you could say something to some people or to people who may be stubborn and see things a certain way, but you yourself know for a fact that certain things are just the way they are and that they must understand it for things to work in their favor or anyone's favor. But uh, a time-tested way of teaching is through stories or, or references so that people are not taking it that, oh, you don't know everything, that kind of thinking, you know, and that you are not the only one by giving that information. Anyway, so I just love these little tidbits to share with you. So let's read this first one for the people in the back, shall we? The original purpose of Budo was to send a man to death with a single blow. For this reason, You must obey your teacher implicitly in practice and never engage in competition. Aikido, first and foremost, isn't competitive. You are competing with self, right? This is what we know. This is what is written. This is what is said. And it is not about, it's a human art form. You know, us humans are taking this art form of Aikido and we get to train with all levels and all humans, you know, no matter the age, height, um, gender, um, you know, whatever, walk of life, um, stratosphere, uh, talent, whatever. We are training with everyone on the mat. And so when you obey the teacher, it's better to listen to them because you can learn from each one and you can have your opinions But once you're on the mat for that hour or hour and a half, just fully absorb, take a vacation from opinions, leave everything off the mat. That is your personal training and then jump on. If you're not feeling well, then excuse yourself and then wait for another day where you can give your undivided attention. Number two, 
The original Budo is a study by which the individual connects to the whole. Therefore, you must practice with complete awareness of all that surrounds you. You should maintain this awareness along with a healthy degree of tension at all times. So they say, and I, I mean they as practitioners and, you know, um, seniors who are, you know, our elders in the, in the art form mentioned that, um, you know, first of there's the, the part of not having a casual conversation on the mat and there's a reason for it. Or, you know, our Shihans who, uh, came up with, um, O-sensei, like Yamada-sensei, Sugano-sensei, Nochiba-sensei, Tamura-sensei, um, you know, uh, they were under their generation were, you know, it's unheard of to, to have a conversation. You know, it's a, it's a martial art and going back to number one, the original purpose was to, to deal with the blow with the deal with someone and wipe them out with a single blow, but you can't get there if you don't practice. And if you don't have perfect precision the same if you're training in yaido with a live sword you can't have that kind of conversation you will cut yourself up and no one else is to blame but you to do that same thing with aikido it looks beautiful but it's deadly um or or let's say this um you can get into an accident at your home and and knock yourself out you don't have to do anything extravagant like crossing the street you can fall in your bathtub or you can light yourself on fire and so okay so i think we get it right okay <laughs> and then with a healthy degree of tension at all times and i i believe that means not being nervous because you can't enter training with that kind of feeling um, I've always heard on the mat about, you know, smile, be happy when you're doing Aikido, because then the world opens up to you. You can see things, but you don't want to close yourself off with the opposite emotion. So I think the tension can be a positive tension where you are aware, like a cat is. A cat sleeps and maybe they're not fully sleeping, but their sensors are on in a certain degree of movement that's surrounding them that may be unfriendly because they are natural predators. Some thoughts for number two. Number three, you should always practice in the spirit of joy. And I think I just finished saying that. How interesting. And I didn't look at number three while I was saying it. Um, So yes, again, excuse me, again, Practice in the spirit of joy. Because you can also hurt yourself by being angry, right? You can knock yourself out. And, you know, that's no one's fault. But the person is angry. Um, But yes, always in the spirit of joy. Number four. Your teacher can only give you an outline, a hint here and there to guide you. Only through constant practice will you master the practice use oops only through constant practice will you master the practical use of this mystery 
Learn to understand with your body. Do not engage in a futile effort to learn a great number of techniques, but rather study the techniques one by one and make each one your own. This is something I discovered in my practice. In the very beginning as a newbie, I remember like, oh, you know, looking at it was beautiful. I didn't know anyone who took Aikido. It just came to me in books about the mind. You know, that's talk about spirit connecting, right? Then when I started Aikido, this whole thing about rolling was just crazy. It was so beautiful, but the translation was like, I feel, the translation was my body square, the movement circular. (laughs) I said, I got to get out of the square. So I finally... And through practice, I learned my body in this motion. And I began to love it more and more and more. Just beautiful. So that was one epiphany, one of many, 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 or maybe you could say thousands of epiphanies I've had. And I still continue to have an Aikido. Um, But another was another flashpoint was when I started taking weapons, which was in my first year. And, and then um, further in a few years down the road, uh, well, actually, you know, it was still the same, the same comment of continuing to learn and seeing things. And I remember with Shihonagi is a perfect example. Um, Shihonagi is one of my most happiest moments of Aikido. I love doing it. And it's just beautiful to feel, to do, and to see it done. And it blew my mind away when I did weapons um, with doing the kata of what exactly is happening doing shihonage and the arm positioning, the footwork, and what is happening with the cut. It was just like, whoa, 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 like that. So when I tell people about this, and I've told young people this, especially who who may not have any idea of what's going on. And then I stop for a moment. I said, "Look, I said this is what this is, and this is what this is, and that's what that is." And then you see the the epiphany in their eyes, and you can see their brains working, and that's magic right there. It is such a beautiful thing to see, and this is what we have as human beings: this magic um, that we can tap into every single day. You don't have to buy a pill to tap into that or anything else. It is within all of us. Okay, now that I'm on my pedestal, I'm going to have moments of reflection on this last week of the year. But yes, uh, so Shionaga is one of my most favorite techniques among so many. But then there's some that have grown on me too. And it, it just seems to multiply. Um, Yes, I tell I tell the young people, especially or new people, find a technique that you love and go from there. There there is bound to be something that is your favorite thing. And then it layers itself and make it your own. Number five, one should begin daily practice with proper warm up exercises This will strengthen the body and prevent undue stress on it. The first 10 minutes of practice should be less rigorous 
than the practice that follows. There is no reason for injury, even to older people. Remember that your practice should be joyful. You must gain an understanding of the real purpose of your training. And it's such a beautiful thing to hear because it's one of the reasons why I've taken Aikido because I used to hear things about, okay, you know, as a kid, I took Taekwondo and I was a, I want to say a full-time ballet dancer, but I, my, my thing was going to dance school um, and doing sports at the same time. So I went to Dance Year of Harlem and Alvin Ailey in their young, their youth programs. And um, I can't say enough about these schools, you know, just par excellence, excellence in knowing the body and everything about the art. But um, to couple with the dance and, and the beauty, I had to put the, the martial arts in there. You know, you have to protect yourself. You have to protect what you love. So I took Taekwondo, which was fantastic. And I had an amazing teacher in Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn, New York. Um, and that stayed with me for the rest of my life. And until this day, it stays with me, my teacher's teaching, you know, the feeling, the spirit, and the talk that we always got as kids on the, on the mat and responsibility. Um, but um, yes, now it, it, it's because I wanted to take something for the rest of my life is why I took Aikido. And, you know, people would talk about other martial arts or some that, you know, I think, <clears throat> I think in terms of sports, you know, some of the sporty uh, ones, uh, our counterparts, some of them, they talk about, and maybe this is not the truth uh, completely, but from things I've heard from specific people, they might say, oh yeah, your body breaks down at such and such an age and blah, blah, blah. Um, but I believe, you know, um, there's more to it than that, you know, with our counterparts. But for Aikido, I knew that you could practice for many years. I mean, the evidence is here. You see people who are still on the mat for many years, but, and it becomes a lifestyle. Any martial art is a, becomes a lifestyle. It becomes you. And taking care of our bodies, you get to, you have the choice to be in tune. And so, that's going to be a future endeavor of, okay, what are our next chapters going to be, especially after the pandemic? Because that threw everyone for a loop. It was like a test, you know? Um, but for the, the years to come, our next chapters for all of us to better health and, and living with our bodies. And I love the thing about Aikido where it grows with you. It doesn't stop. Just because you start a certain way is not how you continue it will change over your Aikido lifetime and lastly number six the original Budo is training in the spirit of harmony its purpose is to produce real human beings who will improve the world the techniques are secret teachings and show the secret principle of Budo they should not be disclosed to the public indiscriminately, especially not to those who might misuse this understanding. I've told kids this, um, and at first, when they would come in, I, you know, it would be I would get news back 
Oh, yeah. Well, you know, some of the kids change their minds about Aikido because they get challenged in school because other kids are doing other martial arts. And um, and then they reveal what they do or people say, what's that? And, you know, show and tell. Oh, you can't really. Can you do this? Can you do that? And, you know, this is the same talk I went through as a kid. And I'm sure all of you have gone through that, too. Um, but that's not the talk to have or not at all. And so when I discovered this with students, you know, uh, juniors, let's say juniors, right? Um, that, oh, Aikido, this I said, you know, and I cut through the chase and I say, do not talk about it. It's like Fight Club. You don't talk about Fight Club. The parents get it every time. <laughs> We're in a special group of people. Um, it's like Mission Impossible. Or 007. Yeah, one of those. And uh, we're, in a, we're in a very special family. And for those of you who don't take Aikido, this is all the more reason why you should take it. Among so many other beautiful things. Um, it is developed for peace. And um, this quote is just such a beautiful... I think I would like to copy this quote and and um, that it's made for human beings for beautiful human beings don't talk about it there's no reason to talk about it the the minute that you start talking about it or showing it you diminish your training and the same goes for on the mat and I was told this also more than once you know in different scenarios not for me but overhearing it and um you know, you cheat yourself by talking about it. It's just just like with anything else in the life that you are treasuring for yourself, that you don't uselessly and carelessly talk about it and wag the tongue. Um, you will lose it. You will lose it. So, yes, don't indiscriminately do not display it. And that goes for kids wearing their uniforms. I think parents think it's good for time saver. But it's dangerous uh, wearing uniform. And I was told this when I took my class in Taekwondo years ago as a child. Um, you just have to make do to put on your uniform the right way. That's it. Um, but yes. So all of these precepts for practice to be understood and deeply considered... And this section closes with this paragraph. Keep these rules in mind as you read the rest of this book. The meaning of some of them may not be clear to you now, but as you continue your reading and your practice, their meaning and their importance will become apparent. They form a context within which the principles of Aikido must be considered. And with that, my dear friends, thank you for tuning in for this episode of Aikido Talks. And as a special holiday edition, we will continue doing this until the new year um, every day. I usually do it um, not so often and not daily, but um, I think this is a great time to recap since it's been a minute since I've been uh, posting and as a refresher into the new year it's nice to be able to share with you so please uh, drop a like subscribe and leave some comments let me know what you're thinking or what you'd like to see in the new year 2024 
and enjoy this podcast. Thanks again, my friends. Until next time.